Welcome back to the Glint Standard. Today we're talking about emotional appeals in advertising. Welcome to the Glint Standard. The only podcast with millennial and old school thoughts on branding, advertising, and business development. So emotion in advertising, right? Is there any? Oh, there's a ton. There's, there's a, a lot. <laughs> there's a ton. Um, and I know we use uh, a, a lot of uh, creative ways, we'll put it that way, to invoke mm. emotions, to uh, relay emotions, all that kinds of stuff. I thought I, you were just going to go with creatives are emotional, the uh, most emotional, which also may be true. Yeah, I think that makes <laughs> sense too, yeah. so But no, I think I think when we, um, when we think through branding, we think through advertising and marketing, right? Obviously, emotion plays a huge role in that, right? Uh, because we're trying to convey a message, right? Um, and not always. This is the unfortunate part of of advertising: is we can't always convey that through audio or text, right? Sometimes we have to do right. it through imagery, right? And so, when I think about emotional appeals within marketing, the first thing that I think about is really colors, right? Colors, um, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, okay. because I think about the psychology of color, mm-hmm. right? Um, so when we're putting together logos, we're very intentional about, um, and I guess it's more of a branding standpoint, but even if we're doing color overlays mm-hmm. on advertising or something, we're thinking about the emotional um, driver that we're trying to pull out of somebody, right? So a good example of that's like yellow. I love yellows um, because yellow's energizing. Mm-hmm. Yellow okay. um, has that that excitement, mm-hmm. right? That's always yellow. Um And then like, but then like red is, you know, um, passion or, um, or, or kind of like a deeper evoked love type emotion. Yeah. And I would say a lot of people, depending on which emotion you're trying to connect with, Mm. a lot of people say red is also anger. Anger. I didn't want to bring it up, but yeah. No, but I mean, (laughs) it it matters based on the type, how you use that color too, is, is kind of the point of that. And. Part of it is, it, it, I think it's really important to understand that there's really only two ways to advertise. Well, mm-hmm. there's really three. Okay. Um, emotionally, mm-hmm. factually, or a combination of the two. Right. And that, that's truly about it. Um, and once you think about that, and the reason that's important is if you think about a, uh, I don't know, you watch a movie that has race car driving in it. Mm-hmm. And you get out and you're all pumped up or boxing got all that adrenaline going. You leave that theater wanting to go, hey, I'm going to drive fast. I want to box somebody. See how I do. Or if, right. if your family, somebody in the family of the movie you're watching passes away, you're like, oh, and you're sad. And maybe yeah. you cried in the movie. That's why they do it. And it's, it's easier to do it in movies because you have a long time to get there and draw out a story. Yeah. With advertising, you don't have as long. So you've got to get there a little bit quicker, which goes back to your point about you know, invoking color, you know, right away. Yeah, or imagery. Or, or yeah. imagery, something like that, right? Yeah. you got to get them quick. Oh, yeah. And, and I think, like, um, we've become standardized in some ways to, to certain colors. So bouncing that that norm, if you will. So a good example of that's, like, blue, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of banks, lots of uh, oh, wealth sure. management. Yeah. Because blue is trust, right? Um, so it, it invokes that trust mentality. Mm-hmm. Um but maybe if you go with like a green, which is more community-based, more nature, uh, more 
it, it's used a lot in nonprofits, green is, but um, it, it has that nurturing kind of vibe and maybe using that in a bank helps you stand out, right? So you can use color, I feel like, in a, in a different way to invoke different emotions or to set yourself apart from competitors as well. Yeah, I think part of it too is to really understand as well when you're starting to do a campaign and ad, yeah. there are really four primary areas of emotion, right? Okay. Happy, sad, um, surprise, and then anger. Okay. Now, within those, you have multiple emotions going through all of it, maybe a combination of one or two, mm. but always think about those as your four primary. Okay. And then when you're creating that advertisement, you can gear all of the messaging towards one or the other. Right. Or maybe a combination of two, depending on how deep you want to go into that. Mm. Um, happy, happy could be joyfulness, gleefulness, uh, laughing out loud, you know, all those types of things. So how, how are you going to tie that piece into it? And once you've done that, I think it makes it a little bit easier to set the foundation of the pathway. Gotcha. Based on what your, you think your audience wants to see. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, I, I um, you know, one thing that you mentioned was, like, that there's... Uh, really only three three types of, of building blocks, if mm -hmm. you will, for advertising. Um, and and it's interesting because we use those in different scenarios. And so like mm. when I was thinking about that, when you said it was, um, you know, is it an impulse buy or is it a planned buy, right? So like, are you buying a snack, right? Well, then maybe color doesn't matter as much um, or your, or color matters a lot because you're trying to invoke this emotional, like, like green being like, oh, it's super healthy for you, right? Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Or like I thought of Lay's potato chips. I mean, because they're bright yellow bag and it stands out among all the other bags. I right. also personally love some Lay's, but like maybe that's why. <laughs> but no, just like the bright yellow helps you stand out. I immediately, you don't even have to put the name on there. I know the yellow bag with the red circle, that's Lay's, right? Yep. Um, but then on the other side of it, it's, uh, it's planned buying. Right, so if somebody's buying a car, let's say, right, you're gonna be want you're you're gonna want to instead use tactics that are more factual based. Like, hey, we have the lowest rate in your area, or um, maybe color doesn't matter as much, right? Um, because you're trying to, unless your campaign idea is, you know, excitement, like get into the new car, right. you know, then it's maybe yellows and. Um, and greens and blues, right, at that point. So. Yeah, part of that is if you think about if you're at the dealership, right, you're not mm -hmm. running an ad at all. You're dealing with the person who's in front of you. One, know your audience. Right. Factually, hey, this gets the best gas, gas mileage. It's the safest car. It's things like that. Or yeah. they're there for a reason. You know they're there for a reason. It's going to be an emotional buy. Those other things matter, but at the end, we've only got one left in that color. Yeah. Somebody's supposed to come look at it again tonight as well. So now you're using fear. Yeah. You know? To, to drive that emotion or, yeah, this is typically, this is, you know, it's the it's the latest, greatest, only the most wealthy people typically you see driving these kind of cars. And, right. Ooh, I want to be one of them. Yeah. Or this is a younger person, it's an older person wanting to feel younger and you get a sense of that. Mm -hmm. You don't call them out for that, but you drive behind that emotion of what that looks like and how it's going to make you feel and get that energy boost, that drilling running, right? Mm -hmm. Um, here's, here's why you want to use emotional advertising though. If you look at successful ad campaigns, two to one, yeah. emotional advertising is more successful than factual. So let's, let's talk about that. What are, okay. what are some, um, in your mind, when you're thinking about emotional advertising, mm -hmm. 
what are you thinking as far like the first thing that comes to mind when I think of examples of like that we could give the audience right of like hey like this is what we're kind of talking about um, I think of Super Bowl ads immediately because so much time that's and funny money, I've thought about that a little bit too <laughs> like so much time and money and like it often goes back to um, you know only a number of different factors right um, one one humor always there's always hilarious ads during the Super Bowl yep. uh, and companies will utilize that usually it's like Snickers or like Budweiser or some of those right. some of those brands right um, or it's like pulling at the heartstrings you know like really emotional like Oh, so gosh. that's one of my points, right? Yeah. The, the emotional draws. Oh, yeah. Almost 100% of the time, almost, it's a car ad. Yeah. A major car retailer. And most of the time, you cannot remember what car that was. Mm. And it's to the point now that's expected. Yeah. And it's to the point now that it's also kind of feels a little ingenuine. Yeah. Right, let's throw this in there. And really put emotional advertising in your face because it should work versus really the purpose behind that was lost a little bit. Right. So you still have to be real. If if you're not that type of company, yeah. then don't be that type of company. Well, and I feel like they, they try to do the, um, I think of like the Olympic ads, right? Where it's mm -hmm. the mom and kid, P&G. Some of those were really good. Those. Some of those were really good. Yeah. Um, and they do a great job telling yeah. the story, right? Um, but all that's planned out, all that's, you know, they're thinking through what emotional aspect do we want within the ad how do we want to pull on somebody's heartstrings how like how are we going to tie that is this for parents is it for kids right. is it you know because uh, both of those are appealing for that demographic so right. it, it's you you really have to sit down and plan but if you could if you could pick one ad in your mind throughout all of history okay that was Ooh, i know right all of history all of history i just want to see if we picked the same one so i bet we didn't i, I bet we didn't either um and mine's kind of funny but um but is, if there's one ad that you think clearly dictates like emotional advertising um do you have one ad that uh, i do okay and it for me it's tabasco what i know i told you you wouldn't come up, and here's why it's uh, it's a product that's that's hot. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> if you can deal with it, you're kind of tough. Mm. The ad plays off of power a little bit. I do not know this. And ad. it has uh, it has humor behind it. Okay. And it's a, it's a guy sitting on his porch, and he's putting Tabasco on. I believe it's a piece of pizza. Oh gosh. And okay. he's by eating the pizza, and he's thrilled, and he's happy. And there's these mosquitoes, and the mosquitoes are coming, and they're biting him. They explode, and they're just exploding <laughs> from the heat. <laughs> it's, a, it's, I mean, it's short. It's, funny. Yeah. it's to the point, mm. and immediately you go, "I get that." And there's more benefit, of, you know, that whole power thing of, yeah. I, I can have Tabasco," that type of thing. <laughs> it's that elite status kind of. Feeling. It is, and I, had, I do have one other that that really sticks in my head, and it was pulled, and I've talked about this before with you. It's uh, for Nike, mm. and it's uh, it's based off of. Um, it didn't come across the way they intended. So you you have a lady running through the woods, mm, yeah. brand new pair of shoes, and uh, Jason comes out from Friday the 14th, starts chasing her. 13th. Friday the 13th, that's it. Um, starts chasing her, right? Yeah. Can't catch her. Ends up running out of breath, and we all know him. He, he, yeah. he never, 
He never misses the mark, and he never runs. I mean, he can run forever. He's the Energizer Bunny. So you think about the impact of what it would be like to have a pair of Nikes, but mm. how it came across was right. um, women were being chased. Mm-hmm. You know, they were alone in the woods, yeah. and it didn't portray, portray them as being vulnerable and weak. It's opposite of what they want. So they pulled it. Yeah. And I, I don't even know if it actually ran on air. If it did, it was for a very limited amount of time. But... The idea of what they were doing made sense, but that's the idea of you have to make sure if you're going to do emotional advertising, yeah, that you're connecting it all the way through, and you don't lose sight of exactly what you're trying to do and get caught up in the idea so much that it switches. Mm. So what what was yours? So mine, I only read about in textbooks, but you probably watched it. Um, that was the uh, original <laughs> Apple ad where the, the oh. lady comes running with the sledgehammer and she throws it. Because it's not about computers at all, no. right? It's about defining normalities. It's about like establishing yourself and all that. So yeah. it has nothing to do with their product, but they're invoking emotion throughout the entire thing uh, and telling this message. That was a good ad. But I, I mean, we read about it in textbooks as being the well, most. It's also based ad. a little bit the way it felt was based a little bit based off of the book 1984. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And that with that breaking of the. The norms can't be right. There's got to be something different and really make making a difference, right? Right. Be different. Yeah. So that's I, I think it's a great ad. So be different. You just call down a tagline, right? Uh-huh. Um, what do you do? You think there's because I have a few examples of this, but like any brands that that not even necessarily emotionally that they do it through like colors or imagery, but okay. in their words that they use, so like could be their tagline, could be a slogan, um, a jingle that like they constantly use to push out their brand, um, to tell a message. Coke. Okay. Nike. What? So in what way? So well, like Nike, for Nike is just, just do, do it. it. Right. Right. Um, Coke is about happiness and joy through everything they do. Yeah. What, what I love the most though is by always, Okay. Right? And hashtag, uh, like a girl. Okay. Right? So he drew everybody in with a campaign that if you're, you know, everybody, maybe, I don't think it's as much as it used to be, but it's still prevalent, I think. You throw like a girl. Yeah. Right? And then you show imagery of a girl throwing a ball or something, and it's so powerful and strong. And it's all about, I'd love to be like a girl. Mm. Right? So it changes that whole idea of it. Okay. That brings out some pride. It brings out a lot of power as well. Yeah. I mean, you can say I'm drawn to those that kind of messaging. Yeah. And it's playing off of the opposite of what you were, what I was raised as what people said all the time. Right. Right. So I think that one's super powerful. The one I I think about is, um, in in every single year I feel like the tagline changes, but uh, Coca Cola mm-hmm. during their Christmas. Um, they always have the polar bear, yep. and it's about family and that connection that you have during the holiday season. And so, uh, I can't remember the exact tagline, but it's always been like, you know, togetherness or that kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, but I always remember those because every single year they come out with one. Do you remember the "I want to buy the world a Coke" commercial, yeah. oh and everybody's gosh. holding hand across the world yeah. in the commercial? Pretty strong stuff. It's powerful. Right? Very powerful. Very more powerful then than now. There's a lot of that happening now mm. um, with a lot of brands. But that was already a well-established brand that brought the idea of that together. Yeah. And they weren't talking about selling Coke at all. Right. Product placement is big for themselves. Just basically how they handled it. Right. So we, we've talked about some of the, 
I would say lighter, good mm. campaigns, right? Uh, <laughs> in the in the spirit of the spooky season that we're in right now, uh, okay. is there any that invoke fear? Because um, I know one of the biggest things for a lot of people is fear of missing out, right? I mean, FOMO is a real thing. It is a real thing. Um, Absolutely. We, we utilize it. We know in CTAs that if you say act now or get it fast or limited, limited time, time yeah. those kinds of that kind of phrasing, um, whether it be true or not true, uh, a lot of people act quicker because they Absolutely. don't want to miss out, yeah. right? So is there any ads that you can think of as examples that utilize? Because I have one that... Literally, I think scarred our entire generation. Um. It may have mine is, and, and to this day, it's there. It's about smoking, okay, like, and anti-smoking, right? So, like the anti. So gotcha. there were a couple. Uh, one of the first ones is uh, based around drugs, right? I think it might be the same one. <laughs> you know I what I'm talking about? Maybe uh, this is your brain on drugs yeah. and the ad going in the frying pan. That's scandalous. Very, very powerful, brilliant ad. Uh, <laughs> straightforward. It, oh yeah! Wow, but even to this day in Europe. There are, if you buy a packet of cigarettes, really? um, the back of that packet of cigarettes is one of the most horrific images you'll ever see in your life of somebody who smoked and got cancer, mm. lung disease, you know, something. And it shows them without an, an arm or it oh shows gosh. their lungs all tore up. It shows them with part of their lip missing. It's just this horrific imagery of something you're buying. Yeah. If you want to keep buying, go ahead. But, but this is what happens to people who smoke. Yeah. You can't get more direct and you're like, wow. Yeah. So when you see people smoking and that carton of cigarettes is there too, it really makes you judge them a little bit. Which is also good, bad, indifferent. It's it's powerful yeah. for what it is. Yeah, and I at the 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 fear aspect of a lot so I remember the one, this is your brain on drugs, mm -hmm. right? And the frying pan yeah. and the egg. And that was, I mean, oh my god. And it's sizzling. Yeah, for, for our generation, we were all like, never doing drugs. But yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go be part of D.A.R.E. That was like yeah, absolutely. absolutely what yeah. happened. Uh, but then I also remember there was the one uh, similar to that about the anti-smoking ads. And it was a, a lady or a man, I don't remember exactly. Uh, but the person is sitting there in the chair and they, they have the... Oh yeah, voice talk mm -hmm. thing and they're like this is what you get to look forward to like you have a hole in your neck and I remember them showing it and I was like oh my gosh like yeah. I never want that to happen to me right but it's that fear aspect that can be pulled in real quick to like to, to I yeah. feel like a lot of the anti this or that ads use fear well you kind of have to use you can tell anybody anything yeah yeah okay yeah I know I mean you just but, unless you have somebody close to you that's been impacted it's not going to hit home. So mm -hmm. bringing imagery in and talking about how do you make emotional advertising work, talk about the color, right? Yeah. So there's an actually a emotional color wheel as well. And yeah. We'll put a link to that um, at the bottom of the uh, podcast or on YouTube if you're watching it. Right. And you can go and see if this is the motion you're trying to evoke, this is the color area that you should be in. Yeah. And it'll break it down from your primaries down to secondaries down to you know thirds even, right? Right. Uh, really powerful. So you, you always want to start there because it gives you an overall visual of what I'm getting into. And then you look at a headline and then you look at um, imagery. The headline imagery, got to grab them right away. So, so when we're talking about actionable items that people mm -hmm. can take from this, um, the first thing I would say is really looking at your existing stuff, right? Um, 
is your purchase behavior for your product mm. long term and then or is it quick um, and then you can adapt your voice your brand voice for that right um, if it is long term then you can get more logical and you can talk about the benefits versus pros cons kind of thing yeah it's, it's hard it's, it's easier um, for this segment maybe break it down by campaign yeah. Because if you think, take a Coke for an example, they're running ads right now today that are very different than anything you've ever done. Right. Still feel the same, but they're doing a campaign. Right. That's still off of the primary brand essence, but that campaign is meant to deliver this emotion. Well, and I was going to say, you know, kind of that next step is then taking that, um, looking at ways to incorporate either color or uh, brand voice of those things. Yeah, number two for sure. Pick your emotion, pick your color. And then after that, look at doesn't need to be just a one-off campaign. Should it be something that's consistent all the time for you? Is it a social campaign? Maybe you just run just a social campaign. Right. Or do you look at a full rebrand going, we're way off point from what we intended to have our audience feel or think about us, and instead they're feeling this, so like maybe we need to just do an entire rebrand, you know? And that's a lot of, lot of the reason why companies do that. Yeah. Um, they're start missing the mark, they don't know why. Most of the time you can tie it back to some type of emotion. Um, the key to all of it, though, you talk about social, um, mm -hmm. digital, traditional, whatever side you want to go in, be very creative with your headlines and your imagery to drive people in. Yeah. And that's, that's really that second part that, that brings it all together. Really. Yeah. So just to give you guys a quick recap, um, as far as emotional advertising goes, the way that we would think about it is really sit down, think about your brand, what you're trying to convey. Um, and your purchase behavior of your audience um, for that particular product. From then, just start making good business decisions about that. Maybe it does need to be one-off campaign. Maybe it needs to be social. Maybe it needs an entire rebrand. Um, yeah, so, and, and maybe you want an example of that too, right? So yeah. uh, one of the uh, a campaign that we've done, we've done a couple that I think have good emotion but have good draw as well. One is they're both for nonprofits. One's a Miracle League, um, okay. which is a national organization. Um, that helps children and adults with disabilities play baseball. That's, oh, okay. that, that's what it does, right? That's cool. So one of the headlines is um, all little girls dream of diamonds, mm. right? And immediately you're going, okay, it's about, you know, diamond rings and, you know, diamond, this. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's about playing baseball on a diamond. Right. So you could you could go go to the website and, and look for Miracle League and you'll be able to see a visual of um, how that ad ran and drawn and some others as well. Mm. I think Community Storehouse, um, uh, one one of uh, one of the directions we wanted to go was feeding the community, mm. right, and filling up their food pantry. And it's uh, you know the headlines, don't like leftovers, try feeling like one. Ooh, wow. right. And yeah. then you've got a young young child sitting there with an empty plate, just wishing had any something to eat. Yeah. And uh, that's a way to really start to drive emotion into what you're doing. And you can go to the website, obviously. And, Take a look at that as well. We'd love to see your feedback on that. So those are some real examples of ways to start bringing it all together also. Yeah. yeah so. Well, we appreciate your time. Uh, hope that uh, you're able to take some actionable steps after this um, and really make get Make advertising better, right? Yeah, exactly. Branding too. We want to make branding right, better. Good too. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, let us know your thoughts. If you guys have a, um, we'd love to hear about maybe your favorite emotionally invoking advertisement of all time i think that's a great question always to ask people um but yeah tell us yours down in the comments below or uh, shoot us an email if you have any topics you'd love to hear discussed we'd love to hear about that as well 
Uh, you can always email us agency at theglintstandard.com. Hope to see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Glint Standard, featuring Glint advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our social media pages or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.